Some months back on this program, we mentioned the UC Radio Network. At least there was a UCRN conference that took place here on this campus, and apparently they do one twice a year. Now, as you may or may not know, there are 10 University of California campuses. Eight of them have radio stations, and UCSF, which does not have a radio station per se, does have a public affairs office to disseminate a lot of the research that takes place at UCSF. And while UC Merced, the newest campus in the system, does not yet have a radio station, the other eight do. Having a network that links these various radio stations is an idea that many have talked about, but which so far has not become a reality. But the process has begun. And the person who's leading the charge in that process is none other than our very own Public Affairs Director, Jen Cow. So to talk about the UC Radio Network and whatever else she feels like talking about, we say welcome to Radio Parallax, Jen. Hi, Doug. Now, what have you done so far in terms of getting linking together these campuses? At the UCRN uh, conference, we just invited all of the campus radio stations to our panel, and we gave them a proposition, which was to have a website, to develop together a website where public affairs shows could upload their audio. You know, it's just like podcasting and then have it disseminated out to all of the, just at least available for the other radio stations to use and to listen to. And there's some shows out there that deserve to be heard. And most uh, college radio stations there, they can't be heard very far, you know, but their shows are excellent. And if we can only give them the opportunity to be heard across California, that's just going to benefit all of Rate College Radio. Right? Because the, the truth is, um, for whatever reason, unfortunately, I, I know that over the years, uh, public affairs is not always the most popular slot among right. uh, this community-based radio station. People want to be DJs, but to produce an own, in your own public affairs show is sometimes there's space. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult to get quality programming in there. And People who are willing to work that many hours just to produce one one hour of a show, it's it's incredible, you know, and it is really hard to fill that with those kind of hosts. Well, later on this same segment, we're going to take a trip down to UC Irvine to talk to one of our fellow public affairs hosts down there and talk about what he's doing. We, and, and certainly This Week in Science, Kirsten, are all over the, the possibility of being heard elsewhere on UC Network. We think that'd be fabulous, and both of us are podcasting anyway. But uh, you've managed to pick up one show already from KUCI that is now being rebroadcast here on KDVS. That's Planetary Report. So that features the Planetary Society. Every show that they have showcases all the space exploration satellites. At, I can't even go into all of this. And um, I can help you with that. Having yeah. been a member for many years, they're, <laughs> they're an advocacy group for space exploration. And they're just all over these you know missions we send out to the asteroids and the other planets and stuff. And I know Matt Kaplan, we had him on the show a few months ago, does a really fine job, and I, I can't tell you how pleased, just from my perspective, that you're rebroadcasting that show here in KDVS, because I really, I really enjoy it. Yeah, there are fans here at KDVS, too, and they were telling me, don't take it off there, please. <laughs> it's so good, yeah. So they wake up to it every Wednesday morning, so. Well, good. I'm, yeah. This is good for Matt, but you, there's a, another show called the Science Cafe you're also yeah, rebroadcasting. What, I haven't heard that one. What is it? They take researchers and the host interviews them and he 
either has has their audio on in the show or else he uh, summarizes their research and talks about it and talks about the, the issues involved. So is it is it kind of like what Kristen's doing over with This Week in Science? Uh, not quite, but, okay. it's, but it's pretty good. It's pretty right. good, yeah. And, and even though, you know, it's, I think it's an oddity, uh, UCSF does not have a radio station per se, but they're always trying to get their stuff out there, and I guess you've tapped into that resource as well. Yeah, they have some excellent uh, recordings there. I mean, they have recordings of um, some speakers there. They have interviews with future researchers, like as in high schoolers who are, who are just visiting, and they also have authors. It sounds like at this point in time, there's 10 UC campuses and at least three are collaborating here in terms of KDVS, KUCI, the good people at UCSF, and, and of course us. Yeah, that's right. But but we need to add more. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, I, I propose this, uh, Jen, that uh, UC Merced does not yet have a functioning radio station, but why don't, when the weather gets a little bit better, you and I go down there and go visit the good folks who are trying to get one going. Yeah, let's do it, actually. Yeah, let's do it. Well, I'm really keen to do this because I'd spent three years of my life in Merced, and I went out and visited the new UCM campus, and it's out there by Lake Yosemite where we used to go windsurfing, and uh, boy, just out of nowhere, there's this, these, these fabulous buildings out there. So I think we should go get a tour and have those guys show us around, the guys that want to get the, the, the Merced radio station going. So your game. Let's do it. All right, March. Stay tuned, listeners. We will, we will make a road trip and report back from UC Merced. You know, one thing I've noticed that at the at the conference, the the guys down at UCLA, they don't actually have a radio station because LA is just f- so chock full of stations that they're actually an all web uh, entity. That's so true. Yeah, they they just shifted over to it completely, and um, now they're just doing music, no public affairs at all, actually. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that even if Merced can't get something going on the airwaves, they can follow UCLA's lead. So maybe m- maybe we can help put those guys together. Yeah, actually, that'd be a good idea. And Jen, let me ask you about UC Santa Cruz. When I've been driving around down there, I've heard what they're broadcasting, and they got some—they got some pretty good stuff on the airwaves. How do we, uh, how do we get them on board? The thing is, it's kind of hard because college radio stations—they don't have streaming, so right. I, I don't really know how to get their audio onto that website that we're developing as we speak. And we had them over for the UCRN conference, and they were really—they were really game for it. Actually, I, I kind of I. I but, talk with but, them. But luckily, there is another conference coming up, isn't there? That's true. Yeah, it's coming up in April. All right. Well, right. I, I know what you need to pitch. And, and there's yeah. a couple stations I think they're still missing in action. If anyone down there, maybe some of our listeners may know some people down Hopefully. there. Hopefully. At San Diego? What's the deal? Is uh, UCSD? Where, are there MIA? I got an email for them saying, uh, we're coming. We're trying to organize a van to go up to uh, Davis for the for the last conference. But there were no, no shows, so I didn't. I haven't heard from them since. And I think, is it Riverside, the other MIA? They're missing in action as well? We haven't heard anything from them. All right. Hopefully they'll, they'll show up. All right. And where is the next conference, by the way? It is at UCSB. Well, so. that, Riverside people ought to have a lot shorter trip to make <laughs> so hopefully they can drive the, you know, the two hours. Yeah, compared to, um, compared to last time, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, well, Jen, let's talk about something closer to home here. You've got a little program going here uh, to sort of basically train future public affairs people here. So to talk about that. Yeah. Well, for when I first came in, it was training was kind of um, it was unclear and training did go on for for new public affairs hosts, but it wasn't it wasn't written out. So I just wrote it all all up. And what I have them do is understand what good programming is, understand what good public affairs is. Because many of them who come in are students and they often have never had you know, any experience on the radio or any experience 
doing those shows and addressing issues. Well, I understand that, you know, at least one of our shows uh, that we now have local dirt had some origins over on K-Dirt, our low power station here in Davis. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and we need to get them on this program, by the way. We want to talk about, like, vermiculture and, and composting. And I know that they, that's, that's what they educate people about. Yeah, there's um, different ways to do it and even ways to do it at home. People make fun, but I've been I've been composting ever since I was a UC Davis student back in the Pleistocene era, and uh, it's been it's been it's a good thing to do. Well, Jen, let's let's plug some of the new shows that uh, that have come on board here in public affairs. Doctor Andy, of course, old buddy of ours, as is Franz. Uh, it's about you, Richard and Ron, of course, speaking in tongues. We've had them all on our program, um, as as well as Kirsten this week in science. But these new shows, I we have not had on yet. Although the welcome mat is certainly extended, uh, local dirt, uh, Luis, Rory, and Tiana, and a show about bicycling. That's right, uh, Velolution um, with DJ Ted and Siobhan. And I've heard them talking about all things bicycle, and uh, it's you know, bike capital of of the America, Davis. That's a pretty pretty natural fit. Seriously, yeah, this is a great place to do this um, show. So. And what about the show on Friday morning? Um, Neoisms with Jessica. What what is Jessica doing on Friday mornings? Oh, she brings in people. Just for instance, um, this past I think couple a couple weeks ago, she just brought in her friend um, Matt Chang to play his theremin. And really, yeah, she interviewed him, and it was really awesome. And I think she just brings people from the local community into the station. We should tell people what yeah. a theremin is, yeah. <laughs> because I think a lot of listeners may not know. When you listen to like these old sci-fi movies, you hear that wee electronic yeah. sounding. It's this instrument that, that was invented what back in the '30s. Yeah, like it's amazing. It's like one of the first um, electronic instruments. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that's what she was saying, and her friend set it up. And God, I, I want that for our show, Mr. McMillan. Can you set that up? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I want a theremin. That's. I know good. The Beach Boys use it on Good Vibrations, among that's other. Right pop hits mm-hmm. but no anyone out there Velo Revolution Local Dirt uh, uh, Neoisms please come on come on and tell us tell people what you're doing on this show too we, we, we like to cross pollinate don't forget Free Speech Radio News and, and uh, Amy Goodman shame on me yeah we, we present an hour of democracy now uh, Monday through Friday here on this station and I believe Amy actually has come down to Lower Freeborn. She's actually been here at KDVS she was on France's show yeah it's true I, I wish I could hear the interview but yeah, I heard about that, too. And what about our, 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 our files? We're trying to get a system set up here to where people can go back and listen to old programming, and, and we're, that, we don't quite have that yet, or where do we stand on that? We still have archiving um, for, the, for the three months for the quarter, but what's going to happen is that we're going to have extended archiving where we're going to have the shows forever online. Good, because, you know, Ron and Richard and, and, and Franz and Dr. Andy, they've just had some great guests, and I, I just, you know, a lot of us are going to want to go back and listen to some of those interviews. Exactly. You know, looking at the schedule here, uh, Jen, it looks like we've got, like, between Amy Goodman and, and Free Speech Radio News, an hour in the morning of, of, of public affairs, hour in the afternoon. So we've got, like, a, over 17 hours of public affairs here on KDVS, and, and we, I think we need to probably to include Gil Metavoy, Crossing Continents, because Gil certainly does some public affairs, too, so... Yes, he does, yeah. 18, 19 hours a week brought to you on this community radio station, KDVS. Just at this station. That's something yeah. I think we can be proud of. I think so, too. Well, Jen Cow, our public affairs director, thank you for speaking with us. Thanks, Doug, for having me on. And we will. We will go down to UC Merced and give a report back for people. Just let me know, Doug, and um, All right. we can go. Will do.
Well, this program certainly supports the idea of a University of California radio network. Down at KUCI, uh, there's a program which is dealing with a topic we wanted to cover. That would be the, the death of Philip Agee, a man who wrote a tell-all book about the CIA titled Inside the Company. It was quite a big hit uh, back in, uh, in, in 1975. And we noted that uh, on the Internet, Dan Sung, who has a show called Subversity down at KUCI, had an interview with one of Mr. Agee's collaborators, and we thought this would be a fine time to bring Dan on this program and talk a bit about that and what he does down there in Orange County. So I'd like to say welcome to Radio Parallax, Dan Sung. Oh, thank you, Doug. I'm glad to be on. I also was uh, interested in exposing uh, covert activities of the agency, uh, and so I got to meet uh, Phil Agee and Lou Wolf and Bill Schaap and other people that were involved with Covert Action Information Bulletin, uh, later to be known as uh, Covert Action Quarterly. And I actually indexed the first 12 issues of that publication like a book. I indexed each, uh, practically each word or each term in, in the magazine. And so I myself came to the attention of the CIA and I ended up suing them. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about that. That's quite a fascinating story. Uh, under the Privacy Act, government is not supposed to collect or retain anything related to your First Amendment activities. So the federal government is not supposed to collect or retain material relating to your demonstrations or your activism. And this applies under the Privacy Act to U.S. citizens as well as permanent residents. And so I found that out, and because I was working closely with COVID Action and had met AG, uh, I'd gone to Germany to meet him, actually, uh, also, as well as meeting him later here in the U.S. I, I thought that maybe they had something on me, and so I wrote away from my file, and they wouldn't give it to me. They said it was uh, secret as, uh, because of national security. And so I pursued and pursued it and eventually got the ACLU, ACLU involved and sued the CIA. Did you win? Basically, yes. Uh, they promised not to spy on me again. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that means. Because, because later, actually after I settled the case and they gave me some files, uh -huh. uh, they were recruiting on campus and they started taking pictures of me when I was protesting their recruitment. This is at UCI? So, yeah. They, they're very really smart. You know, UCI has lots of uh, people of color, and they actually sent a Chinese person and a black person to recruit on campus. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought that was very strange, so I, we started passing out leaflets protesting the CIA on campus, and uh, they started taking pictures of uh, me and this other guy, uh, who was a foreign student, actually, a graduate student uh, who was do doing the same thing I was, passing out leaflets. So we took pictures of them, and they took pictures back of us. Wow! Wow! Dan, I was when I listened to your interview with Lou Wolf uh, on on uh, which people can listen to on the website through either KUCI or I guess it is it Subversity dot com. No, it's actually <laughs> I don't have a short link. It's KUCI dot org slash tilde d t s a n g. All right. Well, I would I recommend people to do that. You mentioned in in the interview that. Uh, that Philip Agee's book did get uh, translated all over the world. It was quite a big bestseller. And you said you, you saw a copy in Vietnamese back in 1975, and, and I, you're, you're, part, you're part of the Vietnamese community in Orange County? No, I actually uh, I do research there, and so I've been to Vietnam 
Oh. And I actually found a copy back in the 70s. I forget if it was 75 or later. But uh, I definitely did. Uh, I, I found, I, I bought two copies, gave it to a friend there, and I still have that other copy. So, yes, it got translated uh, over there. I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, how long you've been doing this show down there at KUCI and, and how, as an alumnus of, of, of KUCI myself, I went to med school down there, I know that when you talk about working behind the orange curtain, I think I know what you're talking about. Very conservative community down there. No, actually it's changed quite a bit. Uh, it's quite a uh, change in terms of ethnicity. And I started the show in, two, uh, in 1993 uh, after the police were... Uh, harassing Asian students on campus and in the city and mostly in the city actually or in the region in Orange County taking pictures of them because they thought that Asians who wore baggy pants were gang members and um, I had a student who was uh, who had his own show on KUCI and um, we got some students who had been stopped by the police uh, some high school students actually uh, on his show and then after that I realized I could apply for a show in September 1993, I, uh, I started my own show. So it's been uh, over 10 years. Um, I, I had a hiatus for two years. I went to Vietnam, and after that, I stopped the show for a while. But, uh, but anyway, uh, it was because of surveillance, basically, uh, of these uh, young people. The police were taking pictures of them for gang uh, files. And um, so we got the ACLU involved in that case also and uh, basically uh, got them, uh, they won their case, they got a settlement, uh, the girls that were being stopped, yeah. Well, so anyway, because of that, uh, I decided I should have a forum to go on the air and talk uh, about all these uh, issues. We're speaking with Dan Sung, who produces a show called Subversity down at our sister station KUCI in Orange County. Uh, Dan, you've done, I, for 10 years you've covered quite a wide range of topics, it looks like. Can you give us kind of a sampling of the things you've gone over? Uh, some of it is uh, just uh, uh, film, uh, film interviews with filmmakers or actors and actresses, uh, just people that have been involved in independent film, especially, or foreign film. Uh, so there's a lot of that. And more recently, that's my focus, is trying to get uh, film people on the show, uh, especially independent filmmakers. And, and what, what's your interest in filmmaking? Well, uh, I'm actually the, film, uh, the acting film librarian here at UC Irvine. Uh, but I have always been interested in alternative films and uh, foreign films. So I uh, realized that uh, Orange County is actually a big center for Vietnamese film, uh, independent Vietnamese film. Uh, and so I've been focusing on that especially. What sort of things do you maintain in a film library? Uh, we have a lot of videos. We have a lot of uh, independent videos, alternative videos. And uh, the film and media studies program on campus is actually growing. And they've hired a lot of new people uh, the last few years. But uh, that's separate from the station. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> well, Dan, we, we appreciate your talking with us uh, about, about some of this and hope that uh, you know we can continue to collaborate in the future. We're trying to see more maybe public affairs from the various UC stations uh, uh, you know, just just sharing what we've got. That's great. Yeah, I I encourage that, and I hope we can help in future uh, and do more of this collaboration. Thank you very much. Well, uh, thank you. I'm feeling that I have a feeling that we're going to do exactly that, and I'm certainly going to do what I can, and I'm sure you will as well. 
Yes, for sure. All right. Thank you. I'm Douglas Everett. This is Radio Parallax. Let's take a short break. <laughs> 